Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. All right. They're on blather sites. Yeah, exactly. All right. So welcome back, everybody. Last time on the cleanup crew, uh, we were, uh, let me try to remember here, in the Gallery of Angels. That's right. Um, so there was uh, some some angels that had been uh, judged. Judgment had been cast upon them, and they were turned into stone. Uh, and you all had several experiences as you gathered uh, feathers from them, stone feathers. Uh, so now, uh, you are making your way. No, no, making, making our way. <laughs> All right. Uh, there we go. We got there. Eventually. We're a little late. <laughs> a little, 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 little uh, I've been, I've been going into work every morning. <laughs> I'm so I'm tired. Yeah, no worries. All right. So you had been, uh, traveling, uh, following Gash. Gash seems to have gotten a little lost. Um, but eventually as you're, as you're traveling, you recognize a familiar, uh, patterns, probably Fenner. Yeah, probably Fenner. Cause I think you were doing all the survival stuff before, uh, you recognize a familiar pattern of, uh, several tracks, uh, ahead of you and you find yourselves, uh, approaching this like sweltering heat, uh, uh ahead of you and, uh, find yourselves here. And up the head, uh, I think I have dynamic lighting on. <clears throat> it is good. Um, around the corner, you can just make out, uh, you, you hear the sounds of like beeps and trills. And it all sounds before, you know, you heard these sounds and it sounded like, you know, super tired. This sounds like an energetic, uh, group of modrums. So we'll pick up there. Hey, we had a long rest since the last or no. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to the Underdark map. This is one. Uh, let's see. The the hexes are kind of hard to see here. There's at least one hex in between, so I'm gonna go with that was a week's trap. And yeah, so that's so a long rest for sure. Get those spell levels back. Yep. All right, and I am going to cast my little uh, buddy uh, Force Ballista. Sure. So he's now on the screen for the next 10 minutes. And I'm going to whistle for my bat. This, this sounds familiar. Viggy, I think this might be uh, those little guys that are right up your alley. Oh, yes. Uh, They're my friends. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you all doing? Yeah. Uh, Is it possible to tell like from their reaction with their shrills? I don't know, maybe with like an insight or perception, just do they seem like they're panicked or do they seem calm? Uh, what's Rocka's passive insight? Her pass. Oh, uh, refreshing here. Her passive insight is uh, an amazing nine. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want, you can make an insight check just based on the, the sounds or if you want to move forward and see around the corner. Um, All right. She'll, she'll move forward a bit and then kind of like poke her head around the corner to get a closer look. Yeah. And then. 
Oh, st- still a nine. <laughs> it's it's a uh, very easy to tell. The Modrons and the back are like they've got their hands on each other's like uh, where the shoulders would be, and they're kind of like jumping up and down a little bit. Uh, the ones all around are like on their on their knees, like you know, looking over. Um, so they're looking down the cliff. And Raka, from where you are, I think you would have an angle too. Uh, you see. Uh, is it here? It's not here. Well, darn. All right. So let me pull it up. Um, let me see if I can find the. <laughs> okay. All right. So D&D Beyond has taken me three links deep to get to this thing. <laughs> uh, and then from the past was not uh, this prepared. Oh, I forgot the robe of eyes lets me see invisible. Oh. And into the ethereal plane. Mm. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to grab uh, this. Right. And out. No. Okay, show to players. Here we go. Hey, I only took like a minute. Okay, so um, looking down, Raka, uh, you can see that there is a, a mechanical contraption that um, looks kind of like this. Uh, let me see if I can find a description for you other than just, it looks like this. Um, so you see a 20 foot diameter sphere built of one foot wide bands of magically hardened and shaped bronze engraved with arcane symbols and gaps in the bands show various gears and articulation arms within the sphere. Um, so there is that, um, and you can see, Raka, from where you are, that this contraption has been wedged halfway down this crevasse. Um, and that is what the Modrons are very excited about and are are kind of all looking around uh, or all are all gathered. Are they excited that are they excited that they found it or are they excited that the thing fell? Are they happy it's about to die or are they happy that they found it? Uh, it's hard to tell. Especially where Roger is. Mm-hmm. And are the engravings literally like the planes like you're showing here, or is it just in, in this manner of, of the gears? Um, it looks like this. If anybody wants to give me a do I remember what this thing actually is check, uh, any sort of knowledge check of your choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, some sort of intelli- no. some kind of intelligence based. Uh- uh, stat and check of your choice. Roger knows exactly what it is. Somehow. <sighs> I'll do an arcana <laughs> check. because the player actually remembered. Them. <laughs> okay. I think uh, Roger is probably the only one uh, that is aware of what this is. So, Roger, I'll give you a minute to go over and explain to the party. <laughs> this is the device that the uh, Demons were looking for so that they could reshape the world, the Underdark, whatever that was. Um, but this is the thing that uh, those demon things were looking for. Remember, it fell down into a crevasse. Back, we learned about it back in the Myconoid City. Mm. Okay. Uh, everybody was really excited about this. I remember Venner uh, uh, and Vigorn, I think, were especially excited about it. Mm-hmm. So can we uh, can we take this thing? Uh, well, if you can gain control of it and fix it, you can like reshape the world or something. 
Yeah, I'll sure. Take, if if anyone's like, yep, yep, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> GM, please correct me. I, I remember it was super important. I remember it was that thing, but I don't remember exactly what it did. No, I, I think this is. I think this is good. <laughs> you think this yeah, is good? like you take control of this like, thing, and you can just <laughs> do whatever you want. It might be limited to the Underdark. It might be the Prime Material Plane. Somewhere in between there. So uh, I can't tell if he's uh, Vigorn is just going to start wandering over to it uh, unless Raka like reaches out and grabs him. Um, Raka doesn't know what you're doing. She's just going to say, "Be careful! I don't know what that is," and she'll kind of stick behind Vigorn so, so he's not alone. Yeah, it is everyone where they want to be. Gash would be kind of uh, <laughs> sticking back, you know, by the opening, not sure of what's going on, scared of the heat of it. Is Gopher where he wants to be? Gopher is not where he wants to be. Where would Gopher like to be? In his computer again. <laughs> well, let load in, you know. There we go. Uh, I'm sitting here quietly dealing with a computer malfunction. Yeah. Do you want to stick with the party, basically? Yes. All right. I'll move you up next to the party. What about Fenner? Yep. You're, you're good. I'm going to move a little bit further down than Roger, just in case. Okay. Just watching the edges of the group. All right. Now I'll move the bat up with Gopher. Gash is going to stay back. All right. So as you're looking at this and you start moving forward a bit, um, I think it would be Fenner who's keeping uh, his eyes open and looking around. You see. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand this whole disc thing, so I will definitely be on alert. Yeah, you don't understand the disc thing, but you see a figure step out of. Um, what looks like some sort, uh, it kind of like steps out of a doorway, if that makes any sense. Um, and looks over at you. I don't know if you've seen these before. Um, but oh, as, beautiful. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First time for you me. You need to put on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> as, you're, as you're looking over and maybe Funner points it out, you hear that voice say, Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Most precious, but it is mine. The great lord Baphomet has set me here to watch over it and has claimed it for themselves. But well, I, I think maybe you should see a dental hygienist. It might help with your uh, elocution. Oh, no, I see one every day. Where do you think <laughs> I just came from? That was the dentist's office. Mm-hmm. And now my teeth are sharp and ready for you. So you're saying this device belongs to your lord? Yes. Your... Oh, so we can't borrow it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, when he said a uh, bayonet, uh, being a player, that would uh, ring alarm bells. Uh, would uh, Vigorn uh, be able to do a religion check on that? or? Uh, sure. Yeah, some sort of knowledge check of your of your choice. Religion would be especially apt. Uh, yeah. Uh, An 18. Yep. Yep. So your name is Baphomet? No. Roger, Roger now thinks this guy's name is Baphomet. Uh, no, it's fine. I am Slaughter Tusk, and I serve Baphomet. Oh, so Baphomet is a meal. Okay, and that's your specialty. Mm. If it tastes as good as you look, I'm sure it's great. I'll serve you to buffer it. You know, I have a book here to serve Elf. Do you want to borrow oh it? 
Toilet Green, Ice Nine. I think I yeah. that one, actually. It was, it was pretty good. I followed it uh, home, actually. Vigorn uh, gives an annoyed look at Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger before we insult him, is it a food? Should we decide whether we need this thing or not? Do we care whether this Baphomet wants it? So, uh, oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. We wa- we either want this under our control or we want to blow it up. So one or the other. As uh, as all of this is happening, the uh, the Modrons don't really understand the conversation that's taking place, and they don't really seem to care. They they start flying down towards it, and the the creature on the other side says, "No, get away from that. That's that is Lord Baphomet's. Uh, fine, I'll destroy you." <laughs> Uh, and he uh, starts flying forward and looks very angry. Uh, as soon as he threatens our friends, I want to go into turn initiative because I am <laughs> going to do something mad to him. All right, I well, do not want him messing with our little Modron friends. Yeah, Vigorn does not want that either. All right. Well, let's roll initiative. <laughs> um, and as for rolling initiative, you see the Modrons land. Uh, the tri drone uh, very quickly flips a switch, and the wheels and everything starts spinning. The gears start turning. Uh, it looks like something's happening. <laughs> hey, Biggie, your little buddy seemed to be able to work this thing. All right, let's. Uh, yes, um, a little. Uh, uh, and if I'm reading the map here correctly, mm-hmm. the cliff we're on is 100 feet down to the lava, but only 40 feet down to the platform, correct? Correct. The platform is 40 feet below the edge of the crevasse that you are at. And then the magma is 60 feet below uh, whatever this object is. Platform. Yep. Right. Okay. Just making sure I had it correct in my head. Yep. Mm-hmm. No way for, I mean, there's no easy way for us to get across the. Uh, Slaughter tusk. I mean, if you really want to get there's no bridge or anything. That's a column shadow. Uh, does not appear to be one though. Uh, so this one is flying. Uh, well, this and hmm, I'm not hearing this. Or are y'all hearing music or the the ambiance? I had background noise ambiance. Well, I heard your crazy voice, but I don't hear any background. Oh, I hear background. I heard wind and whispering and. I hear the ambient sound. It's working. Yes. All right. Excellent. That's everything. That's going okay. Uh, I have. I, I we're missing Gopher from initiative. It looks like. That ready? would make sense. I've uh, yeah. I finally defeated my uh, my enemy on this side. Nice. Go ahead and roll initiative for Gopher. Ah. Just like always. Did it go? Did it get to you? I don't see. Well, I rolled a two plus four, so I'm at six. Uh, six. All right, let me go ahead and add two. And we'll set shift to six. Uh, it looks like Gopher is going first in the second round. Um, so go ahead. And... All right, so Raka, you are up first. Okay, Raka's just going to rush over towards the edge and uh, shout at Slaughter Tusk from the other side. Come over here, you coward! And she's going to 
use her ring of shooting stars and shoot out a ball lightning sphere over at it. Just paste that in there since it never shows up very well. And dex 15. Uh, so you said a uh, DC 15 deck save. This That's is right. magic. Yes. Working pretty low. Um, okay. So what's the damage? It is 26 points. Uh, what type of damage? Uh, lightning damage. Alright. And, uh, she forgot to hex first. Let me see if that's within range. I believe so. Yep. It's within 60 feet. With 30 feet, even, so. Uh, 30 feet. Yeah, and if you yeah, okay. that, that's fine. Um, uh, Raka would not forget, so we can go cool. All right. that. And then, Fix. uh, is there additional damage? Um, I Yes. Proficiency. Four damage. Oh, uh, oh, it was a saving throw. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, because there's an attack roll. Four damage. Gotcha. So you see that it doesn't take as much lightning damage as you would expect. Okay. All right. Uh, Rocco will just stand on the edge and wait. All right. We'll move on to Roger. All right. Let's see what I can do. Move over, make sure I got a nice unobstructed view. How far am I from him? 30 feet. Uh, he looks like a fat boy, so I don't think my first option was going to work. Wow. Well, he probably looks like he weighs more than 500 pounds, right? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with yes. All right. He, this probably isn't going to work, but I want to try it just because I've never actually had it work before. So we're going to go Old Monster. Alrighty. Uh, Seems Uh, to shoot off whatever it was. I don't think I have anything that can lower or make that harder. Nope. Uh, So Roger will just futilely yell at him, stay away from my little buddies! And that'll be the end of my turn. Uh, seems to be saying something at you. Uh, all right, so end of your turn, Vigorn. I yell at an abyssal at him. I don't know if he speaks abyssal, but maybe it'll piss him off. He does speak abyssal. And actually, you would understand. He's uh, laughing at you and talking about your size and all kinds of mean things. Size matters not. Uh, he also talked about how, like, what a nice soup you'd make. Oh, he trusts yeah, your cooking skills. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vigor. Uh, go for it. Take inspiration if you don't already have it. <laughs> uh, you see Vigorn uh, get in a position of fighting, and he reaches and grabs his uh, a star off his cloak and tosses it at the evil being. And uh, that is... Uh, <laughs> 
It is a level five magic missile. So uh, let's see. At level five, uh, that is one, two, three. Uh, that is an additional. So uh, magic missile is a level one spell, right? So that is that is. Uh, so that's an additional. I can't do math right now. So it'd be four plus three, I think. Yeah. So that's seven of those. So seven times two is fourteen points of damage on that thing with a magic missile, unless it has something. Uh, and does it? Nope. And All right. Take some magic missiles. Okay. And then with my little robot friend, I will uh, shoot a... uh, I will uh, attack it with a... Oh, jeez. A 14, I'm sure, is going to miss. Uh, A 14 does miss. All right. Uh, Yes, with my little hand cannon, I tried to shoot at him. Uh, I should probably check the range on that, but uh, he missed anyway. Uh, end of turn. Alrighty. On initiative count 15. Uh-oh. Anyone within 500 feet of the lava takes fire damage. Environmental hazard. Wipeout. Alright. I mean, pretty close to it. So, um... I think it would be fun to have everybody uh, roll uh, for this thing, and we'll figure out what it does. Um, let's, let's go in initiative order. So, Rocco, why don't you roll the first E100? Ooh, all right. 68. All right. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, so let's see. This thing is 40 feet down. You all are 40 feet up. So this is just going to affect the Modrons. Um, you all see, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's all good. So, uh, you all see a flash of violet light, uh, from the engine. Um, and you see all the Modrons are very excitedly like, you know, flying around it and like clapping and cheering. And then they just stop. Uh, they seem to be frozen in place. Thunder, your turn. Uh, let's see. Finner's going to run his 30 feet, uh, reach up and touch his amulet, and say, I don't know your god, but soon, smite that bitch. And he is going to cast his, uh, there it is, his spiritual weapon. It's a bonus action. All right. Uh, so let me cast a spell so it the spot. So that is a 21 to hit. 21 will hit for 11 force. Yeah. Um, I think I will probably have to wait till the next go. So I've used my movement and my bonus for an action. Can I consider it a dash if I grab my bat cloak and fly for the forty feet that it allows me to fly? 
as a fly speed? Is, is that it, considered a dash, or do I need to wait for my next turn? Is it an action to grab the bad cloak? Uh, while wearing this cloak, here it is. Display. Wearing this cloak, you have advantage on the blah, blah, blah. In an area of dim light or darkness, you can grip the edges of the coat with both hand, cloak with both hands. Okay, nice. And use so it to no, fly to the speed of 40 feet. No action required. So uh, you have a fly speed of 40 feet in dim light or darkness. Um, let me see real quick what the lighting situation is. Um... The lava is a hundred feet down, and it is. I don't see any torches, so I just assumed we were in dim light. But if we're not, then that is not going to work. Yep. Yeah, I just I want to check and see if it says it's bright light any uh, anywhere. If it does, then it's bright light. If not, I'm going to say it's dim light. Yeah, I don't see it says it's bright light anywhere, so we're just going to go with it's dim light, so that's fine. And then you have your... Quick fly. Yep. Quick fly over to here, and I'm not close enough to do anything with an action. Well, that was my bonus action for for second movement, the the fly dash, so that'll be end of turn. You still have your action if you want to do something. Um, Anything I can do... Right. You wouldn't okay. be able to. Well, you wouldn't be able to bonus action dash. Well, I can, yeah, I'd, I'd use spiritual weapon as my bonus, so I don't think I can. I can use a. I have guiding bolt, but I don't think I can use a spell. Can I? Since I did spiritual weapon with my bonus. Correct. You cannot cast a leveled spell, but you can cast a cantrip. Let's see. All right. Let's get sacred flame. All righty. So a dexterity save at advantage. Yoga flame. Fifteen. Is the DC okay? So, Street Fighter. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't take any radiant damage. Uh, anything else for Fenner? That's it. End of turn. Okay. So when the this this engine, whatever it is, this big circular sphere activated, you saw um, there was these loud uh, sounds coming from it. Uh, uh, the vibration of its clacking gears sent showers of loose stones down the crevasse walls, um, and it seems to have disturbed something in the magma. Um, what? Uh, and there was some sort of there's like an eruption of magma out of it as the stir- surface is disturbed. Um, and that is it it looks like the the magma is now disturbed and there's some sort of like environmental activity going on within it um you can also see raka you're right at the edge so looking down you see that there's like rippling waves in the magma away from the this this device now that it's activated like it it's there seems to be something going on there uh like a current with the lava pushing out um, like waves, okay. uh, you can see the center of it seems to be like it seems to be centered on whatever this device is. Like if there was a big fan or jet engine blowing air down at it, making it ripple away from that point. Yeah, like if you if you think of the moon's effect on the water, uh, the oceans, it's that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay, so that was that. Now it is Slaughter Tusk's turn. Uh, Slaughter Tusk is uh, 
he's going to take his turn, and he says, um, you know, instead of me talking, I'm just going to have uh, this thing say something. Wow. And your father, too. Yeah. Let's see. I think it was, was it Gopher or Vigorn that understood him? Roger, I think. It's Roger. Roger, this speaks ah, abyssal. Roger, yes. In abyssal, um, it says uh, uh, alone, uh, it could more than easily handle you, but uh, he promised some friends some fun. <laughs> um, so we'll do this. Okay. Um, so we're going to do... Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna. It says he chooses it, but I'm just gonna roll it. A one, okay. Is yeah. this a spell or is this a spell or an innate ability? It is an innate ability. Okay. Um. All right. So it's gonna be those, and it's gonna be. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> hey. Um. Uh, so we're gonna come here. Uh, and you see, uh, Fenner, it seems to, it gestures in your direction and then seems to like pull its hands apart. Like it's, you know, pulling a curtain apart. Um, but it seems to open a portal and out of it steps this creature. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and then let me roll initiative for that. Defunk? Uh, that looks demony. Mm-hmm. What? No. <laughs> Can you throw the image back up for me? It never came up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm playing Demon's Crest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So this sheet open. Right ah, there it is. Gotcha. Um, so let's see. Oh, okay, I see it rolled. All right. So, and then it. Uh... <laughs> oh, I go to work, my friend. Um, and then we'll move on to Gopher. <laughs> Hooray. Well, I'm gonna click my heels together as a bonus action. Come on. Come on and move. There we go. And that should put him in range for my fun new short bow. Um... For some reason, it's not in my inventory. But we're going to pretend like this has a plus two to everything. Are you using d Beyond? Yeah. Okay. You should be able to search the inventory and just add it to your inventory real quick. Uh, but a 19 will hit. All right. And I uh, don't have a sneak attack on him. That is correct. All right. So that's going to be 12 piercing. Got it. Anything else for go for? I wouldn't. He has my whole turn on it. As a, a friendly that's threatening it. Mm, there's. A I have a friendly threatening it. See, you're doing that against. You're you you're, you're shooting at slaughter tusk, right? Yes. Yeah. You oh, are shooting, you shooting at whatever. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought I saw you measure out to the bird. Oh, I did a quick measure of the bird. I was just curious how close he was to it. Yeah, I thought slaughter tusk was where the bird was. My my fault. All right. Anything else for Gopher? Or is that it? That's it. All right, Raka. All right, Raka's gonna throw two hand axes at this. Could could Gopher have uh, put his bat next to it? I already used a bonus action. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's going to. Oh, sorry. 
Uh, Sorry. The, the the bat is not a bonus action or anything. You can, okay. The bat. Can oh yeah, the bat's easier. supposed to go to everything that I'm going to attack. That, All right. Okay. Well, that that does that makes sense. All right. So Raka, you can roll with advantage. The bat did a help action. Yes. Okay. And that was on slaughter tusk. Yep. Bat. Nice. Okay. I'll just roll again. So eighteen. Nice. Okay. And I'm going to make that one. I'm going to use uh, one of my. Uh, maneuvers here and use a goading attack so the creature has disadvantage on any attack rolls if it fails a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Great axe at it. Awesome. Oh no, I just threw a hand axe unfortunately. <laughs> I don't want to oh get my god. Throwing great axes. Holy. I mean, it's <laughs> rock, you know. It could happen. That's, uh, good idea though, actually. D10 for the it is so the five would be extra damage. Um, I didn't roll the uh, damage gotcha, yet. Gotcha. That's the okay. So uh, yeah. uh, is it, it? That's a d12 for the great axe. Did you roll the hand axe? Oh, oh my gosh! I clicked the wrong button. Thank you for noticing. Yep. Let's try that again. Advantage uh, with yep. the hand axe. Oh, I did hit with the hand axe. Sorry, just wanted to make sure. All good. And then here's the slashing damage. There we go. Got the seven. Okay. Uh, so that was the first hand axe, right? Yeah, so 12 points. Uh, and then a wisdom saving throw as well. I'll do the second roll. Ooh, crit. Nice. Uh, what's the wisdom saving throw for? Uh, 15. Uh, what, for what effect? Oh, sorry, for a goading attack. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, and it didn't paste the description. And sorry, that was a wisdom saving throw? That's right. Uh, okay, go to attack. You can make wisdom saving throw. Alright, uh, this does not seem to be magical in nature. It's just Raka hitting it in the face. So we'll do not an advantage. But we'll oh, definitely saves on that. With the second axe uh, attack, I'd like to... Uh, actually, I'll just try to make it a gooding attack again. Sure. So I'll use one more uh, d10 for that. No one, not that great. Not an right. advantage, but still Same. twenty-two. Very nice. And uh, it was a crit, so it was eight points of slashing damage. But then, if you want to double the dice, it's another five points of damage. Plus my curse, I get to make a bonus attack, I believe, with the hand axe uh, because it was a crit. Uh, what's your curse damage? Uh, not great. I think it's four? Yes. Okay, got it. Um, and then the bonus is from Great Weapon Master, or? It, um, I get a bonus, I thought with my curse. Let's see. I got the words. So many options. Why can I not find my curse right now? That's bizarre. I'm having like one of those panic moments where can't find the thing I'm looking for. I know what you mean. <laughs> so it's a hexblade ability? Yes. Uh, let's Class feature. Here we go. Mm. Hexblade's curse. Oh, there it is. Uh, okay, you're right. It's not that. It's the great weapon master that gives me that. Okay. Um, and for the great weapon master, I don't know that it. Uh, mm, 
Let me take a look at it. Or if you could post it real quick. Uh, on, a, on your turn, when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon. Um, so this is a thrown weapon. Okay, so only on a melee weapon, weapon attack. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's a hand axe that's being used as a thrown weapon at the moment. Um, so I think it doesn't work here for bonus. Or goes up. Totally understandable. Well, thank you all for going on that research expedition with me. <laughs> we will pass it on to Roger. I, I think we all learned something. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll, we'll uh, pass it on to Roger. Okay, Roger's going to start out by twin spelling. Okay. So one each, one at Slaughter Tusk, one at the Bird. So we'll start with Slaughter Tusk. Okay. It will. 23 definitely oh. hits. No, oh. I was going to try and upcast it, but. Oh. Um. Oh, for the uh, damage? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I, mean, uh, the, I was going to upcast it. Yeah, the 23 will hit. If you want to roll whatever the additional dice would be, that's fine. Two, it's two, two more d6s. Yeah, go for it. It's, sorry, that's three d6. So it's 11 more damage. Okay, so a total of 21. Got it. 21. Um, okay, and, and for. Yeah. And then, The other bird did twenty-five for nineteen. Taking the nineteen. Uh, I am. I am going to spend a sorcery point to re-roll those ones. Sure. All right. So, so comes eight more damage. Twenty-seven minus eight. Yes. All right. Um. So they are both glowing. They sure are. That's what that red dot is for. Okay. Um. Yeah, that'll be my turn. All right, very good. We'll move on to Vigorn. All right, uh, Vigorn is uh, going to cast. Uh, let's see, he's uh, within. Yes, he's going to cast. Uh, he's going to cast Shatter on it. Oh no, I rolled twice. <laughs> Should uh, just have been once. Uh, shatter on which thing? Uh, our friend, uh, the. Uh, Guy with the needs to put a t-shirt on. Okay. And are you doing that yep. like oh, here? That. Um, I am doing a shatter is uh it is a range of the feet ten foot radius. So if you wanna you know what, I can pull out uh, my AoE generator here. Yeah, I think it should hit both, but let's see what that says. Alright, let's see here. Oh, where is my little uh, AoE generator right here? Oh, oh. Nope, grab the wrong thing. All right. This thing. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And then I uh, need to put a 10-foot radius on that. 10-foot uh, radius. Yep, that's 10-foot radius. I can uh, probably put it... Uh, let's see if I put it right there. Gets both things. Uh, okay. Before you do that, can I just ask a question? And this is my ignorance on how the rules work. <laughs> Uh, Roger hit him with hit both of them with guiding bolt. So the next attack roll gets dan- gets advantage. If you hit them with a DC save spell, does that mean that the next attack roll does, does that negate guiding bolt? Or if I pull out a sword and attack the bird creature, uh, do I still get advantage? I'm just curious. Only works for a melee or ranged attack. So if you were to make a, ra- a ranged spell attack, that could use the guiding bolt. 
If you yep. were to make a melee attack, that would use Guiding Bolt. Uh, DC AOE save doesn't count. Yep. Yeah, I was just okay. curious as to whether if it if it's a, if any other attack hits them first, does that negate the Guiding Bolt? Nope. The uh, the guiding they are still glowing from the Guiding Bolt until it's used, oh, cool. or until I think the start of their before the start of the next. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I just didn't know how that that spell worked. Cool. Yep. Sorry for the interruption. No, that's all good. No. All right. So the the first guy passed, the second guy failed. So it's a 20 points of damage uh, for the guy who passed. uh, I believe it's half, unless he has some kind of thing against uh, thunder damage. I think it's thunder damage. Yes. So the the one saved, so it's going to take the half, which is uh, 10. Mm-hmm. And then this one failed, so it's going to mm-hmm. take the 20... Or no, mm-hmm. the arcane firearm damage only counts on one, right? right. Is, it, is it against everything that it hits? Uh, that's a good question. Let me look at the goofy arcane firearm thing, wherever it may be. Uh, all right. When you uh, 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 when you cast an artificial spell through the firearm, roll a d8, and you gain bonus to one of the spell's damage rolls equal to the number equal to the number rolled. So one of the spell's damage. Well, one of the spell's damage rolls. <laughs> so I guess you have to decide how you're going to interpret that. Yeah, it's fine. I just took it off. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll keep moving on. Anything else for Vigorn? Uh, um, my uh, little robot friend will shoot for me, and we will see if uh, he actually hits the the big chunky chonkers. Uh, yeah, and with a critical hit, yes, yeah. a critical on the big chungus. Yeah, I'm serious about that t-shirt. Oh, oh, oh! This is the unf- uh, uh, that's the guiding bolt thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, oh yes, I need to roll this, and then I need to roll it again. So, so that's a total twenty-five. Uh, yes. Yep. All right. Got it. Um. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no. End of turn. All right. Uh. So Raka rolled the last one. Roger, please roll a D one hundred thirty-nine. All right. So- please let that be the fireball one. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Uh, so, who's in contact with the uh, this engine at the moment? Just the Mojans. Little robot. All right. Well, um, you all hear loud whispers emanating from the hollow interior of the engine. Each character in direct contact with the engine can increase one ability score of their choice <laughs> by two to a maximum of wow. four. So if, wow. if you all had been in Roger contact... Has a, has a toe. Roger has a toe dippy dip. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've been really in, This was the role you wanted, by the way. This, this uh, the... Of uh, course. Yep. It's perfect that Roger get rolls there, this man. when nobody's touching it. <laughs> Roger and nobody's on it. That's so perfect. you all see the Modrons who are petrified standing on it. They, for some reason, just seem a little smarter with their intelligence <laughs> going up by two. Except for except for uh, this one, whose charisma goes up by two. <laughs> 
Oh, he's much more prettier one. <laughs> but we don't we don't get to see the tri pike like hulk out a little bit. Uh, sure. You know what? Their strength goes up by two. Um, <laughs> all right. So with it uh, activating, you see more. Um, it's spinning rapidly. Uh, there was some sort of whispers from it. More uh, debris is falling from around it as it kind of shakes. Um, more disturbing the uh, the lava. And from there, um, you see a couple of features uh, emerge. Uh, Very excited about these angels, these friendly angels that are going to come out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It doesn't seem like the Motrons are helping anything. (laughs) But they're not hurting, which means they're doing better than us. <laughs> right, put this here. Oh, I already have the All right. So, oh, and they actually will, well, you know what? We'll go ahead and give them a turn. They're going to start flying in. Uh, I think their movement speed is 30. Yep. So they move to here. And Vigorn, you you turn your head and you see a couple of these things kind of grinning at you. Um, and each of them does this. Oh, it's going to me. Let me do that. Uh, and the actual yeah. Alright, so Vigorn, and for your fly and turret, anything else with an HP bar, um, I need a DC 11 dexterity saving throw. Oh, that was the first um. one, and then a second one. Alright, mm-hmm. I need one more. And then, yeah, with my fly creature, with my Clan and where is the all right? All right, where are you, Eldritch Cannon? Great Eldritch Cannon. All right, um, treat all of its ability scores as a 10. Yep, all right, that's a fail. And then uh, my fly will is a dex save. Oh, yeah, he had a plus another two on that, so. All right, so I'm all set there. All right. How much? So uh, how much one. damage? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the first one. So seven fire mm-hmm. damage on a fail, or three on a success. So your Eldritch Cannon will take the seven. Uh, Vigorn and the Homunculus will take three. All right. Eldritch Cannon has how much HP? Okay. Let me get to the uh, servant. Uh, right. How am I going to keep track of his HP? Uh, he has seven. Oh, you know what? I will uh, put his HP on here. 17 minus three minus three. All right. And then uh, Hemongulus, uh, the, 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 the Eldritch Cannon. Uh, let's see. Has uh, five times your artificial level. So, I am 12 times 5, that's what, 60? And that's the HP, I guess, of my cannon. 
Wow. Wait, really? How much HP does this goofy thing have? Because the number of hit points equal to five and times it's your something, It's something plus your uh, your artificer level, I believe. Yeah, no, no, it's it's uh, it is it says number of hit points equal to five times your artificer level. All right, so sixty. Yeah, sixty. All right, I'll take that. Sixty, and then how much damage did he take? Uh, Eldritch Cannon took seven. Yep. All right. All right, I'm done. I'm done, and then we got to do the second one. Yep. So that, that took too long. One. A, a second dexterity save for everybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. He failed. Uh, oh, uh, he he met the yep. DC. Yep. And then uh, the, the, the 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 I'm taking too long here. This is taking too long. Arr. I have to go to so many places on my my sheet to get to all the different things. All right. Uh, and he failed, though. Okay. So uh, you and the Eldritch Cannon will take four, and then the Homunculus will take the four eight. Okay. All right. He takes... Uh, uh, what was what was the total damage? Uh, eight or four. Eight. Okay. Okay, got it. All right. I'm done. All right, Fenner, <laughs> your turn. We'll draw his longsword plus one and look up and say, I had a Aunt Esther that looked like you. She certainly would have said you look like a fish-eyed fool. And we'll swing with advantage. Yeah, that'll hit. Are you swinging one or two-handed? What I have a shield, so it's one. It's one-handed. All right. So sure. that is nine. Yep. And with that, uh, my uh, cloak of yellow jackets will lash out for an additional three. Got it. Uh, and then I do not get. Um, I do not get advantage. That used up the one advantage. Okay. From guiding bolts, so my next swing will be regular. So another eleven. Alrighty. So that's twenty-three total for uh, Birdman, and then my bonus action, good old uh, spiritual weapon, will take its swing at Chubbs and miss. Yep, the Chubbs miss. All right, so we'll move on to good, good botched roll to yeah, yeah. to wrap it up. End of, end of turn. Doing what you can do. So uh, this thing is going to um, let's see. Yep, it's just gonna do that. So it does uh, uh, beak and talons. Uh, the beak will hit. The talons will miss. All right, so five piercing then. Do and then yep. All right, so that was its turn. We'll move on to Slaughter Tusk, um, who is going to fly across the the canyon here. Uh, the mono drones and the tri drone no longer being petrified. Uh, you see the tri drone uh, basically like. Push, a, push the lever in a different direction. There seems to be multiple different directions that it can be uh, moved, and you see the 
whatever this thing is, it starts whirring and humming in a different way. Uh, Slaughter Tusk, though, is going to fly across and... Uh, let's see. It has multiple creatures within 15 feet, so it is going to do this. The It starts emitting uh, magical multicolored light. So I'll need a wisdom saving throw from Roger Gopher and Raka. Oh, man. Alright, and Gopher? Gophers is a success. Hey, Raka! Yeah, it's something about this creature is terrifying. Um, yeah, I don't the, think a flash of genius is going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so that was its action and turn completed. So we're going to mark Raka as frightened. Um, let's go with that. And I think that was everybody that. Uh, okay. Uh, they already took a turn, so go for your turn. Ooh. And go for your muted. I said, you know what I'm good at. I'm going to give him the stabity stab. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the stabity stab missed. I'm going to give him the stabity stab. The stabity stab stab? <laughs> Hey, that one will also miss. Uh, anything else for Gopher? Uh, the bat's going to come down here. All right. All right. So uh, the next. Wait, don't I have advantage on my attacks? Or from what? From Roger. Nope. Okay. It's one attack and it's used. Oh, 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 the red dot's still on it, but it's, I'm just well, last, so I get the I'm not good right. enough to take advantage. Uh, uh, the the bat goes after Gopher's turn, so whoever the like Raka, if Raka hits it, will have advantage. Okay, all right. So if that's it for Gopher and Bat, um, the next creature that hits it will have advantage. Raka, you're <laughs> frightened of it though. Yeah, Raka's gonna run screaming. Uh, it was one thing to fight it across the lava, but it's another thing to see this thing up close. So she's gonna run. Excuse me. Thank you very much. I'm going to go after these things. And she's going to pull out her great axe and take some swings at these. Uh, the, the one right above her to start. All right. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to reroll that damage. Okay. Uh, so that is... Oh, okay. So four plus five is a nine plus... Uh, nope, that's it. And then one more roll. That'll hit. 20... Oh, nine again. And just trying to see if I want to put anything else on that. Um, now just stick with that for now. Alrighty. Uh, is that it for Raka? That is it. All right. Move on to Roger. Uh, bonus action, bunny hop. Okay. Back here. And I will just move a little further away just, just for, you know, safety and comfort's sake. And then I'm going to try this uh, this twin spell thing again. Um, so starting with Big Ugly. Uh, it's it. I said it's second level. Uh, 24. Is that on the uh, this creature first? Slaughter Tusk. Yep, Slaughter yes. Tusk first. Alright, so that'll definitely hit. 19 damage. And it's glowing, but it already had the uh, it was already. Oh, uh, I could crit fish. Sure, sure. 
yeah, if you want to. Yeah. No, I'll stick. It doesn't matter. It hit. All right. Um, and then and the, so then the sec. Yep. The, that, no, that was that was me crit fishing on slaughter test, taking advantage of the flyby. Uh huh. Yep. Um, so then now I'm going for bird dude, or Harvey Birdman up there. Bird dude. Yep. The knockoff wow. Birdman. Twenty four. I'll hit. It'll take the eighteen, and now is going. Yep. And I did my bonus action bunny hop, so I think that's all I can do. Alrighty, Vigorn. Alright, let's see. Vigorn needs an idea. Alright. How many feet is this guy flying? Uh, He's basically hovering off the ground. Alright. A a foot. Alright. Let's see. Alright. What do I want to do? That's not going to do very good. Alright. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll go over here. Alright. Now this thing. I am kind of. I am carrying this thing around, by the way. So he'll go over here with me. And I will do. He is hovering. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. All right, I'll do another shatter on him, but not. Uh, there's no one else I can include in the in the badness. All right, another shatter on him. Wow, eighteen. Here, so you get both of them. Uh, it won't reach both of them, unfortunately. It's only a ten foot radius. Uh, if you put it here, you get both. All right, I will. All right. All right. Yep. All right. So it'll be the. It looks like 18. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So we need a. This is a spell. So dex save. Dexterity. 19 is going to save. So it's going to take the 9. Is that anything in the radius? So do the little robot things have to save too? Uh, They're 40 feet down. Awesome. Uh, and then the the rock. Uh, has, uh, well, also he he did fine, but uh, the first guy takes eighteen damage. So the second guy gets nine. He gets eighteen. Uh, they both succeeded. I have advantage. Oh, they both get a uh, nine damage. Then they did. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, no end of turn. All righty. So go for his roll. Roger his roll. Vigorn, go ahead and roll a D one hundred. D one hundred. Another thirty nine just to piss us off. Ah, <laughs> it is round three, I believe. A twenty five. Oh man, a twenty five. That sounds bad. All right, so I'm just gonna roll one save for the mo drones and one save for the tri drones. They both fail. Oh boy. Uh, oh, actually, the Modrons uh, succeeded. The Tri-Drone failed, but not by more than five. Um, so the Tri-Drone falls down. Uh, you see a bunch of uh, Modrons basically hold, like grabbing onto it to keep it on. Um, and the Modrons are fine. Okay, don't need to worry about that. All right, so then the 25. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Rocks fall, everybody dies. Plus, plus four to a random... Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> so, you see the Tridrone fall, and it's about to fall off, and the other Modrons, like, all just, like, make a quick dash over and grab it, and they pull the Tridrone back on board, and they're all cheering. You hear the beeping and booping of them cheering, and then you see the engine starts humming a little bit, and it crackles to life with lightning. Um, so we're going to do another tech save. Oh, boy. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> all of the Modrons and Tridrons fail. Uh-oh. Uh, they taking their plus two to dex. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. It's okay, I hate Need healing. Need healing. For me. Oh, <laughs> oh, buddies. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna... Uh, they, uh... There's a very loud uh, electric uh, singe, uh, or a loud electric sound and a singe smell, um, and we're just gonna leave it at that as I delete them. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody Fenner. let the magic smoke out of the Modrons. Nerds <laughs> return. With advantage. With advantage, yep. So 22 to hit for and seven. That is exactly what you needed. Okay. Um, I will fly across. All right. And I get advantage on him too, don't I? Yes. Uh, yes. Nice roll. I guess that's just what you needed. Uh, 22 for 8. Yeah, it'll take the 8. Uh, plus Gathered Swarm for an additional 5. Okay. Bring your uh, spiritual weapon down? Uh, he can move. No, he can, but he can only move 20. So uh, 5, 10. 15. He can't quite get there. It's floating above the disc. Uh, end of turn. Alrighty. Uh, on Slaughter Tusk's turn. Alright, he's already summoned stuff. He's done his disco uh, belly dance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, you know, I missed it. I'm not going to wreck on it. So this, uh, he just does his multi-attack. Um, there's two targets. I'll roll a D2. Uh, Fenner is two. It's a two. Fenner, it's going to attack you. Um, so it's going to do, uh, one bite and... That'll hit. <laughs> uh, does it have advantage? I don't think it has advantage. So it's a 28 for 28 piercing and then, uh, two claw attacks. Uh, the sixth... 16 will miss, the 24 will hit, so whew, 43 total. Uh, let's see, 43 total, that is correct, that is its turn. Uh, on Good. their turn, uh, so these two that are here, uh, let's see, do they recharge? They do not recharge, so they are just going to try to hit uh, Raka. And Rocker, your AC is 21. I think the 22 does hit, right? Yes. All right. Um, and then from down here... Uh, more Mephits. Mephit Madness. 
Um, okay. Uh, so they fly up from the uh, magma, and we're gonna. They dashed. Get there. Go for it. It's your turn. Yes, it is. You know what I love to do. Uh, yes. I don't see how that's applicable. Oh, a stabbing. Okay. Stabity stab. All right. 29 will hit. Roll damage. And then roll the... Oh, nope, sorry. Don't, not that. Stab. Not that. Click, I just clicked the wrong one. Don't worry about that. Right. It's all good. Uh, you do that little allies, guy? Don't worry so about you that can, little you guy. You can sneak attack if you want. Yep, yep. Uh, so 23. Nice. And then you want to make your second attack? Of course I do. Yep. Bonus action. Come on. It's a, it's the sorry the it, it's in a different part of my inventory. Whatever, we'll use the dagger this time. Sure, sure, no problem. A uh, fifteen is going to miss. Uh, All right. Anything? Oh, a, a bonus action from the bat, or not a bonus action, but uh, the bat does the uh, help after that your help. Yep. Yes. All right. That do help every time. Or f- does it have flyby? I don't think it has flyby, but Let's I can see. check. It does not. Have flying. No, so it's gonna stay there and it's gonna help. It's flying around, getting in their face. Raka, it's your turn. Oh, all right. Raka is going to spin around and shoot another lightning ball at the big guy. Oh, ready? And um, it is a DC 15 deck save. Alrighty, magic at advantage. It is a 15. ah. You jerk. All right, nothing happens. And then uh, she is going to action surge and just take a sweeping strike at the method above her. And the sweeping attack will just allow her to also hit the the other one next to it. Um, equal to the number on the superiority die. So I'll roll the superiority. Well, this I gotta hit it first. So let me do that. Ooh, fifteen is gonna hit. Ooh, all right. Phew. All right. And were you hitting this one, or were you hitting the other one? Uh, right north of me, and I'm gonna re-roll that damage. All right. Twelve, six, same roll, so it'll still be eleven points. All right, so and you kill this one. No, uh, nice. When you do, um, it does uh, explode. We're going to roll the dice. 2d6. So six uh, damage, or I need a deck save or six damage. Okay, deck save. Ooh, Ooh. nice. nice. Uh, okay, so three... Uh, fire damage, three fire damage, um, and then that one, the the other one, does take the four uh, sweeping attack damage. Excellent. All right, and that's it for me. Uh, do you have multi attack? Oh, I did take two attacks, didn't I? Oh no, I only took one. I take it back. Good call. Yeah, if, if you want, you can. Sure do. Thanks. Yep. yep. Twenty six will definitely hit fourteen. Uh, anything else? That's all. All right. Um, Roger, your turn. Uh, yeah, we'll start off with um, spiritual weapon on Big Ugly. Whoa. Let's put that on a shirt. is really hurtful. 
that'll hit for nine force. Oh, he says that all in abyssal straight to him. <laughs> We're and, the ugly ones I, to him. <laughs> that means he's got to pop his belly. <laughs> and then uh, I am going to twin spell a cantrip at the methods that are in the scene thinner. Okay. Scene uh-huh. So for the n- north one, Ooh. <laughs> I crit. That's cold damage. Uh Oh, oh my. Uh, so cold damage. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that's a total of. Uh, let's do this. So Twenty three. If it's doubled, it's forty six. Hmm. Oh, divided. Oh, sorry. they take half damage. No, no. I I did the wrong operator. So it's forty six. Um. So you see, this one explodes as it does. Uh, Fenner, I do need that dexterity saving throw. Sorry, they're like grapes. I, I just can't control it. <laughs> uh, let's oh, see. and you're so, a rogue, so X save from the bat. Yep. Nice. Uh, yep. So deck save from the bat, I guess. Better than that. Ooh, that is fine for the bat. So the bat and uh, Fenner will take two fire damage. I think the bat has one HP. Better have evasion, or no? I'm thinking of gopher. You're thinking of gopher, yes. yeah. and I don't have to get hit by it, right? Uh, this is true. You are more than five feet away, but who okay, so isn't fine. more than five feet away is the other uh, method, who is also going to take two and slaughter toss, Out. right? Actually, does not take any damage because they're he's too far away. Uh, oh, but he is going to take ten gold. Uh, he actually is close enough, um, but does succeed with a natural 20 and is going to take one fire damage. Oh, I see what you mean. Water, water task. Yep, yep. Um, All right. So that, that southern method then suddenly takes 10, I assume, double the 20 gold damage. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Slaughter Tusk would need to make the uh, the deck save. Alright, so that magma method explodes. Um, so we're gonna do another death burst. So that's another 2d6. I need a deck save from Fenner. Just Fenner this time. 19 is fine, so that's gonna be 2 fire damage. Uh, and those methods are gone. This one is still alive. Anything else from Roger? Uh, well, did Slaughter Tusk make his uh, deck save against the fire damage? Uh, too far away for this one. It's just within five feet. No, for the northern one. Yes, it, one. yes he did. He got a natural 20. He got one fire damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. that now me. Um, No, because I summoned the uh, spiritual weapon, which smacked Slaughter Tusk. So I think that's my turn. Alrighty, we'll move on to Vigorn. Alright, uh, Vigorn pulls out his he already has gun pulled, but he points it at uh, our friend here. Oh, and it didn't do the gif. Oh, well, didn't do the gif. You forgot That's the closing so parentheses. Yeah, no, I, I did do it, and it just didn't... Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's got a, oh, there's a zero there. Instead it a zero. Yeah, there's a zero there. I got, I got it, a I got zero. It. There you go. Yes, yes, exactly, 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 and I'm going to try... Uh, hideous laughter so uh he needs to make a wisdom save wisdom save now 
Pew, pew, pew. He's dodging and ducking and yeah, yeah. All the moves. Yeah, I, I like how the components include tiny tarts. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. Uh, nope, not that one. All right, so uh, this is uh, 21 for my gun. Um, let's see. And I have a red marker on there. I think that was... That would have been used up a long time ago. Okay. There have been several attacks against him. Yeah, so we'll yeah. go ahead and remove that. A 21 does hit, though, so go ahead and roll damage. All right. And is that a spell attack? Is that from the Juanculus? Yeah, from the... Okay, the, the Force Ballista. Okay. It's from the uh, Force Ballista. Yep, so. so we'll take the 13 Force Damage. Mm-hmm. Anything else? End of turn. All right. So, Vigorn, I think, rolled the last one. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Fenner, go ahead and roll a D100, please. 57. All right. 57 varieties. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. So you will all see a flash of green light. The Modrons that had been electrified disappear and uh, are disintegrated. Huh. So there is just just ash there now. Uh, Fenner, your turn. Oh, and there's more more debris and things as the, the clanking sound hits and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Fenner, your turn. How does Chubb's McBelly look right now? <laughs> uh, looks pretty wounded, and he'd actually look at you um, and says something in Abyssal uh, that Roger would understand. Victoria, did we lose you? Uh, Victoria's oh, oh, Sorry, uh, hit the, the mute button. Um, so, uh, looks pretty wounded and is kind of panting and, and you know, looks pretty damaged, says something in Abyssal that Roger would understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, would I? Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> How dare you talk about Raka's mom like that? Ah. Uh, Fender, what's your passive insight? So insight 17. Um, so you don't understand the words, but you understand the tone of what they're saying. Um, so Slaughter Tusk seems to be like Pleading with you and telling you, like, basically begging for their life, promising to tell you the secrets of the mage, the maze engine. Um, can I free action pass that along to uh, Roger with a question, with a shrug of my shoulders? Like, do I do I put an end to him or not? All right, I guess we'll we'll see. It's Slaughter Tusk's turn. Um, oh, sorry. Well, so that wasn't the end of Roger's turn. Let's go back. Uh, so you hear that? Uh, I don't think it would be a free action. You can ask Roger and like say the words, and then on Roger's turn, we'll see uh, what he says. But if you have a turn, like if you want to ready an action to to hit him or something like that, we can do that. Yeah. Or um, if there's something else you would like to do with your turn, you do still have your your whole turn. So I am going to ready Spirit Guardians at level five. Okay. And bring my spiritual weapon up within range. Okay. And that will be end of turn. All right. Um, so in the readying action is if he if he attempts to do anything that would damage any of my me or any of my companions, I'm I'm blowing him up. All righty. Um, 
Okay, so uh, let's see. So looks around nervously, takes a step over here, um, seems to look down this corridor to the south, and then there is a flash of light. Um, it does not say it is a spell, so I'm guessing it is an innate ability. Um, so Slaughter Tusk disappears. I should have gone after him. <laughs> uh, I can see invisible, so I'm assuming he teleported. Does not seem to be there. Mm. Um, Alright, so that was their turn. Uh, Alright, that's disappointing. Uh, this one, does it get its fire breath back? Oh, it does not, so it's just going to try to claw. Ooh! It does get Raka. Hey. A critical hit for yeah. some stuff. Five, six, seven damage. Um, okay, and then there is two more that appear from the north. Uh, but we're going to move on to Gopher. Gopher, what would you like to do? That's all we got left is that method, right? Uh, so there's two Three. more to the north. Three more methods. Um. And the the what you now know to be the maze engine is still uh, spinning and doing something, but it also seems to be disturbing the area around it. So we'll skip the magma methods and go first. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to uh, move myself. Oh, too far. Move south, Gopher. Go ahead. Come on. And it, wait, no. Yeah, I want to be here. Um, and I'm going to shoot my uh, shoot my short bow. Yeah, go for it. There's some five E mechanical stuff where you had your daggers in your hand, so uh, you can sheath one. So, oh, you'd have to draw the bow. So you can drop your swords and or and or dagger, and then draw your bow, and then use that. But your your swords are at your feet, and you've got your bow in hand. All right. So I so I can't put my short sword away. Drop the. So it is, uh, it is dagger. Part of your movement to draw or sheath a weapon. So in order to, but it is, it is basically no cost to just drop something. So you yeah. can just drop the weapons in your hands and then I will do that. Your, bow. your weapons are at your feet. So if you move, they're going to be left there. Yeah. I have to just trust that we win the uh, fight and I go back and get them. Yep. So, so with your bow, you can go ahead and take an attack on the method. You do have an ally. Yeah. So snack attack. Yep. I'm, I'm fighting my, uh, my browser. Uh-huh. Oh no! It was the hand crossbow, and that is why it just wasn't equipped. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. It was a hand crossbow. Yeah. Hand crossbow plus three twenty-two will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Sneak attack if you want it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ten damage is enough, and you kill this magma method, which explodes. And I need a deck save from Raka. Six Raka. You will take the three fire damage. Uh, this one is gone. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else for Gopher? That's my turn. Oh, and Raka no longer a fear. Does the 
uh, creature that you were frightened of is no longer within your line of sight. Excellent, since I never remember to redo my wisdom save. Yeah, and I think you were supposed to have a disadvantage when it was when it was within line of sight. You, uh, I don't know, but it's fine. We'll we'll I I forgot that, so we're just gonna keep on as is. Um, and go for you said you were done, right? Yes. All right, so we'll move on to Raka. All right, I've got just enough movement to get next to this Mephit. And actually, is the space north of me standable, or is that in the lava? I think that's cliffside. This space that you're in, I think there's enough space there to to, to be fighting from. Uh, okay. I think if more than, like, this space would not be... be- Standable because it's like cliff, but anywhere where the there's the like gray terrain, the flat ground. Yeah, gotcha. Makes sense. Okay. All right. And uh, is this uh, method? I'm assuming is within reach. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, then I'll take a couple swings at this one. All right. Eighteen of it. Nice. Go ahead. Did two. Okay. Right. And for damage. Nine crappy points that I'm going to redo. Eight, that's better. So it is now 13 points instead of nine. Now roll one more. 14 points of slashing as well. All right, that's enough to kill this one. So I need a dexterity save. (laughs) Nice. Succeed. Two to six. Uh, Three fire damage. All right. Okay. That's me. Roger, your turn. So I'm just going to move this guy north a little bit. You're not going to answer whether I should have killed him? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger, you heard the uh, slaughter tusk basically begging for its life, uh, you know, talking about the, the maze engine and sh- telling you that it'll sh- he'll share its secrets. And then uh, before he disappeared, uh, he basically said something to the effect of like, ah, shoot, Baphomet's going to be real pissed at me, and then disappeared. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume he did something sort of like a banishment to himself, you know, just a return to his home plane. It seems like Um, uh, you can give me an Arcana check if you want. No no cost. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think that's 16. Uh, seem to be some sort of teleport spell rather than like the magic required. Uh, you didn't see the the like planes uh, shifting kind of with the weave. You saw more of like a displacement of a creature moving somewhere else on this plane. Oh, okay. So he's probably still on the prime material. He's just teleported away somewhere. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna run up to the edge here. I will cast Levitate on myself and go over the edge and drop 30 feet. I believe that's all you can do with uh, um, Yep. 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 Yeah. And drop 30 feet down. Uh, So I'm still hovering over the platform. I wasn't able to get all the way down to it. Yeah, 10 feet over. But yeah, um, yeah, that's all I can do this round. Okay. Um, all right. So if that's it for you, we'll move on to Vigorn. Oh my goodness, that was amazing! Thank you so much. Hmm. 
All right. So where did Roger go? He dropped down like 30 feet or something. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. He's heading towards the engine. Yep. All right. Uh, well, Vigorn is going to go. Yeah. Over here. Uh, he's going to cast. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? He's going to cast fly on himself. Nice. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, Cracks open a can of Red Bull. Gain some wings. Yeah. And you all see wings pop out of Egorn, and he flies down and uh, lands in the engine. Alrighty. Anything else for Egorn? Uh, no. Uh, end of turn. <laughs> right. good, good timing, right before the engine goes right. off. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I was asking. All right. So, um, who, let me go uh, so who is the last one that rolled for it? Fenner. So that was Fenner. Okay, so go yeah, for it. Go first turn. Yeah, roll a D one hundred, please. Go for it. All right. Nuke Vigorn! Nuke Vigorn! <laughs> All right. A 72. All right. Vigorn, you are standing on the maze engine, correct? Yes. All right. So you all... You all, mm-hmm. you know, Roger, you're looking over. Raka, you're looking over and you have line of sight. I think Fenner can probably see too. You're able to look down and see Vigorn standing on the this maze engine. and kind of lands with a fly spell, looks up at you all as you hear Flappy music play. And Keith playing for the next turn. Unexpected. First, I'm going to bonus action move the spiritual hammer up here in case Chubbs comes back. Um, and then with his one interaction, he's going to sheath his sword um, with his. Uh, with his action, he's gonna uh, sheath his uh, sling his uh, shield on his back, and then we are going to fly speed, grab the edges of the cloak, and fly over to there. All right. Uh, and let me go to my inventory and show that I do not have my shield or my sword equipped. Um, that is action, movement, bonus action. I'm done. Already on their turn. More methods. Uh, how many methods have we had so far? Does anyone know? Uh, Victoria, you're on mute. Oh. Rocket's got her own fan club up there. Uh, how many <laughs> methods have we had so far? Anyone know? <laughs> Oh, that, that was five rounds. That was the fifth You're round because sure. each of us have rolled once. Yeah, uh, so this, these two make five, me. I think. Uh, okay, so so there's been six total. This, uh, there uh, have uh, been six. The sixth okay. one is northernmost. We, we've all we've all rolled once, so so well, there've been the, five engine the, turns. Not for the the maze engine, for the methods. How many total methods have there been? There were six before whatever two you summoned. All right, yeah. so, so yeah. The, there is eight total magma methods so far. This makes eight, yes. Okay. Uh, all right, so I'm just going to put these on the board. Um, 
Actually, well, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll keep playing as I suggested. Uh, okay. But I think everything that's on the board is what should be on the board. Um, okay. So uh, two more appear. These two start flying up to you, but it takes their, their action to dash the 100 feet. Uh, this one does move up to Raka, um, and it does have its fire breath, so it's going to do that. Um, so I need a dexterity saving throw from Raka. Oh. Uh, okay. So four fire damage for Raka then. Um, and that is their turn. Go for your turn. Uh, quick question that will only affect one turn of gameplay. Yes. Uh, the hand crossbow, if I'm holding a short, bow, a short sword and have the hand crossbow and I don't have the feet of crossbow experts, do I have to have a free hand available to reload it? Do you have the crossbow expert feet? I do not. Uh, then you cannot ignore the loading property and you would need a free hand to reload it. Oh, can we watch my hand crossbow magically turn into a short bow? Mm, even with a short bow, you still need a free hand to load it. Okay. It requires two hands anyway, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Well, then, things are, are the way they need to be. I'm going to uh, shoot the method closest to me, to the right of Raka. All right. That is 45 feet. You do not have, you have the sharpshooter feet? No, but I can move. All right, you gotta move or it'll be at disadvantage. Leaving those sweet, sweet swords behind. That is just fine. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five will help. Roll damage and sneak attack if you want. Piercing, more than enough sneak attack. This one's gonna explode. I need a deck save for Maraca. Let me actually change this. Oh. Ooh, two. Two fire damage for Raka. <laughs> no! <laughs> Alright, uh, so anything else for go for? No, and I just figured out how to do my my shtick with the uh, hand crossbow. Okay, there you go. Okay, so these two methods by me, they are both 100 feet down, correct? Uh, They they used their action to dash, so they are uh, at at, you know the same the same level as you, um, but they they are 10 feet out there. Okay, gotcha. Very good. So then Raka is going to use a maneuver to do a lunging attack. And that gives her an extra reach of five feet. So she will go ahead and try to attack the one right across from her. Gotcha, gotcha. Nice. That'll definitely hit. Okay. And I'm sorry, was it this one or the, the northern one? The, to the south. That one. Okay. <laughs> and, and as usual, we'll reroll that damage. Oh, nope. We'll keep that damage. And then I'll roll my d10 for the lunge. So extra 10 points. Not bad. Um, and then I'll do it again. Okay. And use my last maneuver if that hits. That's oh, I think it, it has. And that's enough to kill it. 
Ooh, nice. Uh, you are outside of five feet, so it just explodes. No need for a deck save. Anything else for Rock? Um, I will just... Uh, actually, I'll stay here. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Roger, your turn. Roger will sink down nine feet. So he's laying out over the surface of this chaos engine, uh-huh. like Mission Impossible style. You know, just like hovering an inch over the surface. <laughs> and his fingers will reach down and do the ding, 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 pull himself across the floor. <laughs> and he is going to search this thing for a control panel or some sort of interface. All right. So as you as you're doing that and you're pulling yourself across, the Calliope music changes to the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> but it is Mission Impossible Calliope version (laughs) (laughs) harpsichord mission impossible got it exactly yep 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 all right so uh look don't know what i need to roll yeah uh whatever secrets uh to it ah um so you can tell it has already been activated give me an arcana check uh-huh. Um yep. yeah, I mean you you see the lever that the tridrone used to, to activate it. Um maybe something with that. All right. Uh All right, I will uh attempt to manipulate the lever. Yeah, sure. Um it seems to be stuck fast and you're it seems to be stuck in a way that's not movable. Like there's just no, no way to move it. So whatever it was, it seems like it was a, a one way lever on switch. If I see any other buttons, especially if there's a big red button, <laughs> there is a big red button. Yeah. I will push the big red button. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Anything else? <laughs> uh, I will make sure that I am hands off and floating one inch over the floor. All right. And so you get none of the benefits if it rolls a 39 or within that range. But if there's any damage, you'll still take it. I like it. <laughs> exactly. That is Roger's logic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vigorn, your turn. All right. Uh, can Vigorn do an arcana check and see if there's anything that he can do with this thing? Uh, sure. Give me an Arcana check. My bad. That's no, all good. Arcana, Arcana. Arcana, Arcana, whatever. Yeah. I would definitely say Arcana. <sighs> all right. 14. Nah, just, is that the number you want to stick with? Uh, one moment. One moment. One moment. One moment. And... Roger gives you his version of Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> uh, what I'm thinking of is doing a flash of genius on myself, and I add a plus four to that for an 18. Okay. So with an 18 arcana check. Mm hmm. Looking at. I learned it, nothing. Oh, and, <laughs> and you're an artificer, so this makes sense. So you can tell that the lever uh, activated the device. And that it seems to be, you know, the observation over the last couple of uh, seconds 
it seems to be aligning itself. Um, it seems to be working towards some sort of conclusion. The lever is working to some kind of well, conclusion. Well, the, the maze engine is working towards some sort of conclusion. The lever was used to activate it, and now that it's activating, looking at it, the gears and the shifting patterns and the, the engine doing what it's doing. Uh, but uh, you also think that maybe like you could dispel whatever energy has caused it to, to start? All right. Yes, I could. I will have to do that on... Another turn, except and, I don't have any more slots in that yep. spell. <laughs> and with your with your eighteen Arcana check, you would also tell that it would need to be a, like this is a very, very powerful device. Whatever it is, the the magic that's powering it would be uh, incredible. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So, anything else for you? I guess not. Alrighty, so I think Gopher rolled it last. Is that right? This is true. All right, so we're back up to Raka. So I need a D one hundred. Okay, sixty four. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have Vigorn in contact with the maze engine, correct? And then Roger's mm-hmm. just a few feet, like a, a foot above it, or a couple of inches. Right, he's just—he's not five feet above it. Yeah. Uh, is it inches or a couple of feet? Uh, yeah, yeah, somewhere between one and six inches. Okay. All right. So um, I think everybody has line of sight. So you all see the col- uh, you hear the calliope music stop as it starts to emit multicolored sparks. Fenner, what would you like to do? Uh, Finner is going to uh, interaction re-equip his shield action draw his sword Uh and then movement 5, 10 15 20, 25 30 as far as I can get and then bonus action 5, 10 15 20 oh one more oh uh, somehow must there you go right there uh end of turn alrighty we'll move on to the magma muffins uh so there are two that appear down here Uh, and they start flying up and over towards uh, Vigorn and Roger. What is their actual movement? Well, the hammer where I was. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll fly over here. So they had to dash to get there, but uh, there we go. And then this one will move forward. Uh, it had used its fire breath. Does it get it back? It does not. So it'll just try to hit Rocket once. It misses. Uh, go for your turn. Okay, CS go first turn. Mm-hmm. We'll reload the hand crossbow and shoot the guy to the north of me. Okay. One, two, missed out. 
Uh, 16 will hit, so go ahead and roll damage, and then sneak attack if you want. Oops. Sorry, so I need a dex save from Raka. Okay. Yep, so three fire damage uh, as this one explodes. Okay, anything else for Gopher? Nope. Raka! Alright. Okay, so I'm trying to see here. Um, You know, I think I'm going to nix that idea. I'm just going to head south and just use all of my movement and dash to get closer to my friends. Um, I'll head head down in that direction, and that'll be my turn. All right. We'll move on to Roger. All right. Uh, bonus action, I will move the uh, spiritual weapon over and attack this method. Okay. <clears throat> to- nice. So it takes 10 force damage. Got it. And then I missed a word. Uh-huh. It cut out while you were talking. Something that uh, Vigorn would have to cast to understand how to move this thing. Uh, Vigorn knows. Vigorn knows that he could dispel the magic that is powering it. Though it would be, it's a very powerful uh, magical energy. Um, and I think that was basically the the gist of it. Okay. Um, so this thing seems like it's on a timer and it's just picking down to whatever it is that it wants to do. So I'll just unspell this at these two that are next to me. Okay. That'll hit. Uh, this one explodes. So I need a deck save from uh, Roger Vigorn and the, uh, the the weapon thingy. Does this this um, as it does this? So it's going to be nine fire damage. So a deck save from Roger. We got a twenty-three. So Roger's going to take four fire damage, and then Vigorn. I need a deck save. Deck save. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so nine uh, fire damage to Vigorn. That one's gone. Uh, this one takes the 15. Looking pretty bad. Anything else, Roger? Bonus action. Action. Um, that one exploded. So I will float uh, 30 feet up in the air. I'm just waiting for this thing to come up. Alrighty. Vigorn, your turn. Alright. Uh, let's see. Um... <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit this thing with a mind sliver. Okay. Needs to make a intelligence save. It's glowing, by the way. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a real smart one. Well, all right. He's a real smarty pants there. Does he take hat? <laughs> I don't think he takes half. I think it's because it's a cantrip. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, it's a cantrip. That's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a cantrip. There's no half. No. Yep. All right. Well, then my little uh, 
Guy will uh, shoot his robot arm and get a one. Ooh, okay. Um, so let's see. Raka rolled the last one, right? So it's Roger. Yep. So I need a D100 from Roger. All right, Roger, make it a good one. 69. Ah, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I need, uh, so the, the engine emits a flash of violet light. Um, I need a constitution saving throw from uh, Vigorn. <laughs> As I start doing a disco dance. <laughs> uh, let's see. The magma if it fails. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Vigorn, you are fine, but you see the magma buffet suddenly freezes and kind of drops down to the uh, land on the, the maze engine. Um, all right, <laughs> Fenner, your turn. Um, the um, bonus action move, Spiritual Hammer, who's going to be out of, out of time soon. And then I will move Fenner down here. I will sheath my sword. So that I have a free hand, so that I can cast Sacred Flame on the method. All right, Sacred Flame. So DC 15. Fail. So so 16 radiant damage. Explode. So I need Vigorn and... Sorry, Vigorn. And my little robot friend. Yep. All right. You and your little robot friend, too. Free fire damage. (laughs) All right, so success, so three fire damage to each of you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, um, so that's it for the Magnum Methods. Gopher, what would you like to do? Gopher is going to use bonus action dash, go down, get his short sword. If it'll let me... Uh, ooh, uh, why is it? Oh, I'm measuring. Uh-huh. Okay, so run down and get it. Come on. I think it's here technically and then use the rest of my movement to get onto the engine if it will oh it does not let me move over that ah. well then I guess I could use my action to jump uh, 40 foot drop down. Yep. are you just stuck in the map um, it says that I'm hung up on terrain there's a. Uh, you're right beside a pillar. You get. You have to go around it. Yeah, I guess got to go south. Uh, so it does mean that I have to use. I run out of movement. If I come down here, get my weapon. It's okay. Just hang out with me. Uh, it's twenty. It's Roger's on his way back up. It's thirty-five. Oh, I can totally make this. Never mind. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You're gonna yeet yourself off the cliff. Drop forty feet. I did yeet. Edis Maximus. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Rock is a little hesitant, so assuming you're not doing anything else, um, go for. Please tell me that means something that my jump mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My acrobatics uh, roll of 20. Oh, you did a roll. Nice. So. Much weight. It all falls down in the lava. Everyone's So out. you do land mm-hmm. on your feet. 
with the acrobatics check. Um, it is 40 feet down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you take eight falling damage. Okay. <laughs> but you are on the maze engine. Just walk it off, Gopher. Just walk it off. It'll be I right. really thought you were about to say right. you do land on your feet, and you take eight damage, and both your legs are broken. <laughs> I mean, is that is that the result you want? No, this is this is where uh, where this is better than third edition. We're gonna just go with this. <laughs> Anything else for Gopher? Yes, that's just my remember, turn. I've used all of my resources. In fifth edition, it is possible to fall five hundred feet in a single round. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, yeah, so I ran, grabbed the weapon, right, ran around. <laughs> uh, Rob is staying put. She is not ready to jump on this little floating disc here, so she's going to wait and see what happens. All right. Roger? Roger will finish his movement up, pull himself over next to Raka, and then fly 10 feet in the air. Oh, I just wanted one. Of Raka, just um, sort of hover there for the moment, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, Roger is, has in his mind. This thing is counting down like the timer on a bomb. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He just knows that he's seen things like disintegrate and electrocute off the surface of it. So he doesn't really want to be there for that. He's just going to wait it out. He's going to see what this thing count- is counting down to. If it's death and destruction or salvation, he doesn't know. But something is going to happen. And he's trying to figure out how long that is going to I guess that's what he's doing. He's trying to figure out how long it's going to take for whatever this is to happen. Like, is it speeding up? Is there a noticeable increase in the ticking? Like, can he figure out a pattern to figure out how long this is going to take? It does seem to be speeding up. Yeah, guys, I don't know if you're going to want to be down there when this thing goes off. Just a heads up. (laughs) What about this token way off to the Western Tunnel? Uh, that is our guide and friend. Oh, very much peering out at you all from behind, like some rocks. <laughs> uh, and I guess at this at this opportunity would say, uh, "Is everything okay? W- what's happening?" No, there's a bomb ticking down. The world's gonna end. We're just waiting for the fireworks. What's up? Do you like some beer? <laughs> Big bada boom. Hmm. All right, so is that it for Roger? Roger? Roger, Roger. Uh, well, I guess uh, he'd ask Finner how hurt is Finner. Like, does Finner need some healing? Oh, uh, I was on mute. Finner would love some healing. I'm, I'm about 50% down. Mm. All right, I don't know what fifty percent means for you, so hold I'm on to yourself. Right now, I'm fifty-three of one hundred and five. All right, uh, here you go. Woo! I'll take that. That is Roger's big spell. That's Roger's turn. Roger <laughs> has a knack for getting beat up somehow. 
That is Roger Stern. It is Vigorn. All right. Uh, Vigorn will see that everybody seems to be getting off this thing, and he will fly uh, up here and bring his little buddy with him. Uh, can can I sort of figure out if if we can move this thing, carry it with us kind of thing? The maze engine? Yes. <clears throat> the engine, which weighs two tons. <laughs> All right, Raka, get on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Raka's going to pull it for us. Yeah, if anybody can do, yeah, mm-hmm. do it, Raka can do it. <laughs> Raka, Raka, she's our man. <laughs> All right. Uh, end of well, turn. I've heard of this <laughs> wonderful thing called a come along pulley. <laughs> All right. So, Vigorn, nothing for you? Yeah. Just flying up there, trying to keep an eye on it. All right. So, whoever's next, roll the D100. I think, uh, was that go for Vigorn. Is it Vigorn? Oh, I rolled the 69. Oh, uh, you rolled Okay. Okay. D100. One. Oh my god, Gopher! <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Do I really get plus two? Um sort of. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I love that hesitation. <laughs> as the DM goes <laughs> to the action guide to figure out what happens. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Gopher, what happened to you? <laughs> All right. Funner. <laughs> no. We spawned oh, a God. sled. <laughs> um, that thing is mean looking. Do I have enough? Uh, five. 10, 15, I can at least take a spiritual weapon attack on that. Sure. Yeah, that'll hit. I assume assume 25 will hit for 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's going to have to uh, move down here, uh, sheathe everything. He doesn't want to get too close. He's going to go to here. Because I don't have anything left to pull my sword and uh, shield back out. So that will be end of turn. Okay. And I just saw it's 11 or 30 minutes past. Is everyone okay to continue for another like 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> another 10 minutes. But yeah. after that, I got a job interview tomorrow. Uh, okay. Um, so you this is a pretty long- to Tintin to mm-hmm. coming down and living with uh, with Owen down in uh, in the glorious yeah. south. Yep. So you trying all, to... uh, eventually kill the green slot. It's not a huge challenge, so we're going to skip that. <laughs> uh, Fenner, anything uh, for your turn? We, oh, nope. we just did Fenner, right? <laughs> Gopher, you're on the contraption. This is true, but now nobody else is on the contraption. That that is true. Everyone has pulled a a very uh, interesting ruse in luring you down. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to throw my uh, grappling hook. Sure. Take out my grappling hook. Uh, 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 Acrobatics or athletics? Athletics. Athletics. Here it goes. So you all see uh, Gopher... Uh, kind of swing that rope with the grappling hook, and it whips up and attaches to this uh, stalag 
might. Yep. Uh, and might might reach just, the roof someday. Just perfectly mm-hmm. arcs around it a couple of times and then latches and looks super solid. Then I'm gonna do the climbing thing. All right, you start climbing up. Um, very good, Rucka. You want? Is anybody doing anything other than just basically sitting back and watching what happens? I'll just do a quick second win, just in case, and that's all. All right, very good. So we've done six rolls so far, or is it more? Well, I just did my second. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can count so it sounds the like ten. Like so Bjorn would be eight, I would be nine, and Gopher would be ten. Yep. All right. So it's been ten rounds. Um, okay. Ah. So, uh, Fenner, you saw on on your uh, turn that the. Uh, Maze engine started sliding down 10 feet and like dropped as it started spinning faster and faster. And then on Gopher's turn uh, or roll, uh, it slid down another 10 feet. Um, so I'll roll the last three and 18. Um, oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Um, have any of the NPCs died? In chapter one? Yeah, maybe in chapter one. You okay. mean, I mean, Fenner, I, is it, I guess, didn't technically die. Oh, you mean the other people that were yeah. with us? Is any, mm-hmm. any NPC, like all the characters are alive, so any NPC, we'll, we'll just say that one a character uh, or an NPC that died in the first chapter, somebody that you all missed, uh, you see them, uh, there's like this glowing cylinder of light, and then they appear right next to you here. And, Jim Jar! <laughs> yeah, sure. Ginger. I think Jim Jar is still alive, but somebody, you know, somebody uh, com- you know, comes back to life. Uh, obviously, your turvy, one of them has got to be dead. Uh, so, <laughs> um, oh, uh, so you see a flash of violet white light. Is anybody here an extra planar creature? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, well, any extra planar creatures within 100 miles of here are instantly returned to their native plane of existence. Oh. And, yep, uh, especially returned to their native plane of existence. <laughs> well, where did Fatso uh, go? Uh, his native plane of existence. all right and then with that um you see the maze engine um uh finally dislodges in the crevasse and falls into the magma where you see it's spinning and disturbing and there is uh disturbing the the magma there is a bright flash of light and uh, the magma starts uh, boiling up towards you. Oh, oh, step back, step back. Mm-hmm. Back up. So there is uh, this eruption, this like uh, magma that flies up uh, and then starts sinking. Um, but you see it start bubbling up and out. 
So is everyone staying here or are you running? Nope. Let's go. Uh, I'm trying to climb my way up this rope and run away. I'm trying to have an action movie moment here. Vigorn is flying. Yeah. So you all start like running. Go for you. Do have that action movie moment where like the the magma starts boiling up behind you and you're climbing hand over fist. You just make it to the top and pull yourself out as it starts to crest over the side and the the party all uh safely runs away and escapes the uh the eruption of magma mm-hmm. all right and with that that is the end of chapter 14 Yay. did we ding we destroyed the a's engine <laughs> well we <laughs> think we did <laughs> Hard to tell. If you guys remember back to uh, uh, the visions that we all had back at the uh, Mykonid colony, mm-hmm. this was the thing that was suspended over the lava that was supposed to, like, that the uh, lady was searching for that would, like, remake the Underdark or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't remember the whole story, but uh, this, I believe this was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, we go up a level. You do. We didn't. Oh no! Y'all are in trouble. That's another fireball. <laughs> Good luck tomorrow, Tin Tin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not thrilled with this. Uh, I don't know. I got a bad vibe from it. Mm, okay. It's a really like uh, I don't know. Weird. Well, vibe. I I hope it provides at least a dollar for you of unwasted time. <laughs> Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Go uh-huh. through that. Yeah, it's it's like a five person company, and they need a UX designer. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to work in a tiny company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're difficult, but they can be rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Pros, pros yeah. and cons to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who knows? Definitely have to handle at least one person's unending bullshit. Yep. Maybe it'll yeah. beat the odds, and you know, turn into the next. Uh, well, hopefully not Uber, but you know, something. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Name a corporation that that isn't evil, <laughs> <laughs> one that hasn't become corporate yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled "Battle" and was created by Symbol Bird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at SoundCloud.com/symbolbird/battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week.